Good afternoon, Positivity in My Space listeners. How are you? I trust you are happy, healthy and thriving. I trust that you're in a good place. I trust that you are well, really. I really hope that you are well and you are in a place that isn't dark. And if you happen to be as you listen, I pray that God pulls you up and pulls you out and shines his light on you and gives you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, I was going to originally post this on my WhatsApp status and leave it, but I just feel like it should be a podcast. So this episode will be really, really quick because of its content. So let me tell you people a story. (coughs) I was in situation wherein I was interacting with this person this person is in a position of authority this is not church thank god this person is a position of authority and it's somebody I've come to admire and for me I like to ask questions I like to learn from women who are older than me because then I don't have to make the same mistakes they're making so I like to ask questions and I like to hear their stories because people have incredible stories if you just ask and so I told her my mom said I should stop doing that but I like to let people know I told her that she's really inspiring and I told her that I would love to learn from her if she's able to teach now when you tell people like things like that two things happen I find one they're really happy and they are excited to teach you and they want to teach you because they want to see you grow they want they they want to see you develop and become better and do better that's the first type of person the second type of person wants to see you grow in only to the point where it benefits them so if your growth no longer benefits them or if your growth means that you will outgrow them and leave them behind, then they don't want that. And so they will do all they can to contain you. The better word is squash you. But I think in this instance, she wants to... Or this person... <laughs> you know what? She wants to use me. But when her use of me is no longer viable, then she doesn't really care. So as much as I'm able to help her and support her, she's there for it. Anything else like that is not really her business. And I've been noticing behaviours and comments and because I'm so loud, people forget that I listen. And I like, it, it It works for me because, you know. And I've just been noticing things that she's been saying to me and about me. And so I, I thought, let me just test the waters. Let me just. So I asked her a question. About myself. 
and her response was interesting. And I thought to myself, because <coughs> what I normally do is if you're older than me and I have issue with you, I won't directly address it because in the moment, because when I'm angry, I'm angry. And when I'm angry, I'm not the kindness kind of flies up my head. So I don't talk when I'm angry. I go away, mess around with it, forgive you, remove the anger. And then I come back and I address it. So I just keep quiet. So today I was like, nah, not today. When I asked her the question, I was like, nah, this can't fly because you want me to believe this this about myself. And I know it's not true. I know in my heart that this is false. And so I said to her, call this person that you just said this about. Call them. And let's find out whether your opinion is valid or not. And so in her mind, she was so convinced of her comments about me. She called this person and this person corrected her. And what any normal human being would, well, what any normal human being is supposed to do is, is apologise, you know, and say, I've said this about you. I've been proven, it's been proven that this opinion about you is incorrect. And so I apologise for saying this is how you were, this is who you are. What she did instead was change the subject and start talking about something else. And the petty side of me wanted to ask her again, but what would that prove? That's like shooting yourself in the foot. So I left it and I started thinking about what people think about themselves and what people have allowed other people tell them about themselves and what people and who people are. Self-awareness is vital, people. It is so important. I cannot stress how important it is to know yourself well, how important it is to understand yourself and be aware of your your strengths and your weaknesses. Self-awareness is vital because before we get to self-awareness, We have to accept the truth. We have to embrace our weaknesses and build on our strengths. We have to know that in areas A, B, and C, I suck. But in areas G, H, I, I'm great. Because if you don't know yourself, then you will allow other people tell you about yourself. If you don't know yourself, you will allow other people's negative um, opinions influence how you see yourself and who you ultimately become. And more important than all of this is awareness of what God says about you. Knowing what God says about you is pivotal. It is essential that you you know and you understand what God says about you, who he says you are, for your growth, for your betterment and your general... Because if... You're not working from a place of what God says about you. Then what are you doing? Hear what God says about you. Understand what he says about you. And then take it from there. 
you know? You know? Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't seek wise counsel because at the end of the day, people will always be people. But this is where discernment and wisdom comes in. Listen. Observe. You will know the person who is instructing you for your benefit. And you will know the person who is instructing you for your detriment. When you go to people for advice and they start condemning you, put a check in it. When you go to people and their response is how useless you are or how you never amount to anything, <laughs> put a check in it and please don't go back there. Seek wise counsel from people who genuinely follow God, people who are not manipulative, people who are not degrading. Seek counsel from people whose intention it is not to use and abuse you. If what they're saying is contradictory to what God has said about you, put a check in it, save your peace. In other words, keep quiet and just don't go back there. Just don't go back there. It's okay. It's okay to not want to listen to people who have nothing but nonsense to say about you. And it's okay to go to somebody who will tell you off, but they're telling you off because they want, they want you to do better. Like I've gone to some people in my life and they have finished me. That is how Nigerians say, they, you know, when somebody just, when they're talking to you, it feels like they're just slapping you, but you know, it's because they expect better. They expect you to do better, to, to be better. Those are not the people I'm talking about. The people I'm talking about are the people who purposely speak death. And I know it sounds so bad, but, and it sounds extreme and overdramatic, but think about it. If God, in his infinite mercy, does not condemn you, how dare a human being come and try to speak nonsense to you? Let me give you an example. So, hmm, what example can I give? Okay, I got it. So you make a mistake and you get two people who come and speak to you. The first person comes and says, you've made this mistake. Why did you make this mistake? You shouldn't make this mistake because A, B and C. Next time, you need to do A, B, and C in order to be better. I expect better from you. I think that you can do much better. You need to stop making stupid mistakes like this because you're better than this. And you speak to the next person and they say, I can't believe you made the mistake. You're always making these stupid mistakes. Oh, you're so useless. Will you ever learn? You will never learn because you're this, you're that, you're this and you're that. And you know what? I'm just done. But I'm just telling you, it's the truth. It's the truth. I have to speak the truth because you know it's the truth. The first one, you walk away with tips and hints on how not to make the same mistake again. You walk away feeling beaten up, but you also feel like, 
next time you will not make this mistake again the second person you just go home and cry and you probably end up making the same mistake again because after all that's who you are isn't it wrong be careful who you listen to and this is where guarding your heart comes into play guarding your heart is not just guarding your heart from the fine boy that lives down the street Guarding your heart is guarding your, it's being careful to not allow nonsense enter. It's making sure that your gateways are not just open to any and everybody. You can't allow that. You cannot allow that. You can't allow certain people speaking to your life. Like I've been, <laughs> forgive me, but sometimes I can be really dramatic. I remember I was talking to, I was talking to this person and we went away for a conference and I will never forget that day because that boy made me cry. We had a prayer session the day before and the next day he comes in, oh God bless you sister, that's how he starts. Oh, it was such a powerful session. I thought, okay, where's this going? Then he says, well, you know, and starts listing off all the things that are just wrong. And how he's just telling me because, you know, he wants me to be aware of it. And to make everything worse, he then starts helping me adjust my collar. As if he's my big brother. Oh, after I listened to this boy, I went to the toilet to go and cry. And I felt wrong. I felt like some kind of fraud. And it wasn't until I told these two ladies what he had said that that perception was then corrected and then I found out that the only reason this brother did that was because he wanted to do what I did but for whatever reason he wasn't able to and because he wasn't able to he thought I will pull this girl down and I will tell her whatever whatever and if I hadn't spoken to people who had wisdom I would have been squashed. And this is from somebody who is Holy Ghost Junior. Yes, big Bible, walk the talk, bless the Lord, bless Jesus, hallelujah type of, I'm just like, rah, wickedness, wickedness. Wickedness can wear a white suit, you know. Guard your heart. Take what God has said about you and hold on to it. Let God be true and every man a liar. I said it. But before you can get to a place where when people are telling you you've done wrong and you yourself, you know that, yes, actually, I've done wrong. You have to understand yourself. Like me, I, I know my weaknesses. And so when people tell me my weaknesses, me, I'm like, I know. I'm praying about it. Help me, Jesus. I know. And then when people are telling me things about myself that is simply untrue, I know. Because I know what I'm capable of. Okay, that's not an entirely true statement. 
there's some things that can make me do what I wouldn't ordinarily do. So, okay, no. But I know what I can do and what I can't do. I know what... I know myself. I know that if you put me in situation A, B or C, I would react a certain way. And if you put me in another... I could... You know, I know I'm, I'm aware of myself. There's some things I will miss. I'm not perfect, you know? And there's some situations that are brand new to me. I don't know how I would react in those situations, but that's where learning comes in. But for the general fact, or the, the general idea, I know who I am. And better than that, I know who God has said I am. So if what you're coming to tell me doesn't match any any of this, then... We have to look again. We have to look again because I can't have you telling me things about myself that will cause me to lose confidence in myself. I can't have you telling me things that are untrue to the point that I become somebody else because you are trying to change or force things that God has given me freely or you're trying to warp the idea of something in myself for your benefit am I making sense if I'm not making sense please email me I will explain it properly so that's what I want to share with all of you today just be careful Just be careful. Check who you're listening to. Check who you're seeking counsel from. Check. Take in what people say. Weigh it. Sift it. Is it true? Does it align with what God says? And if it doesn't, put a check and put it in your pocket. I'm not saying go and attack people. Please don't do that. Just know that you shouldn't go back to people like that i used to think for so many so many years that everybody thought as i did everybody behaved as i did and it took somebody really close to me to prove me wrong on that that was when i began to realize actually not everybody will treat you the way you will treat them not everybody wants to see you do well. Not everybody wants the best out of you. Some people are just mean. Some people are just manipulative. Some people are just users. That's who they are. And that's okay. That's okay. I wish I had enough time to start listing all the things that God says about you. I might, emphasis on the might, do that in the next episode. Who does God say you? I think I have. I'll check. I think I had definitely recorded something like that, but I will check. So please, check your spirit. Check 
am I being condemned or am I being counseled? Just check. When I was speaking to this person, do I feel if you've done something wrong, repentant or do you feel condemned? After you've spoken to this person, do you feel energized to do better or do you feel deflated? Not disappointed, deflated. Check these things. Don't allow just anybody speaking to your life. And please don't deceive yourself. Be honest about who you are. It's okay. We're humans. We will have flaws. We will have flaws. I've never met a perfect person, have you? But at the same time, understand who God has created you to be as his child, his, his, <clears throat> the one he loves so much that he gave his son for. And stop allowing people speak nonsense to your life. Stop allowing people change you. Change you to the point that you become a shadow of who you were. Don't allow people steal the gifts that God has freely given you. He who has ears, please hear. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for your goodness and your kindness and your grace. I thank you that you you created us to share in and dwell in your love. I thank you that your love for us is so deep and so high and so wide and so infinite that we will never be able to consume the all of your love for us. I think that when you created us, you created us be you created us as beings who are able to love and share and accomplish things and make pathways and you created us with gifts and talents and so many things that are <clears throat> in us to bless the world with. I thank you that you do not call us losers, you call us winners in Christ Jesus. You call us strong, you call us fearless, you call us able through your son, through the Holy Spirit's help. I thank you that you have created powerhouses, you have created women of virtue, men of valour, you have created strong, powerful people. I thank you that your gifts to us are without repentance. And I pray that even as we go along, we do not forget who who you have created. We do not forget our worth and our value. And we continue to go out and live our best lives as we are blessings to all that surround us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Have a fabulous week. Love and blessings. God bless and keep you. Hi, my flaws. You know, you know my flaws. They make me beautiful, but you don't see them as flowers.